0: Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at choosewood.com.
1: It's Friday, October 14th, and from the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. I'm Rachel Lippmann in for Wayne Pratt. Ahead on the podcast this morning, a colorful exhibition of textile sculpture at the Craft Alliance in St. Louis is fun to look at, but reflects some of the tensions of life as a trans person.
2: A lot of this is inspired by really like the experience of having a marginalized body in the world. And a lot of that is scary at times, but also very playful and also very celebratory.
1: St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin speaks with artist Frankie Tone. That's coming up, but first the news. Election Day is less than a month away, and one of the biggest decisions Missouri voters will make is the fate of a proposed constitutional amendment legalizing recreational use of marijuana. As St. Louis Public Radio Sarah Kellogg reports, one of its opponents says while she's for legalization, she isn't supporting Amendment 3. Democratic Representative Ashley Bland Manlove was a co-sponsor of the Cannabis Freedom Act this past legislative session, but is not in favor of Amendment 3. One of the problems Manlove has with the amendment is that it does not do enough to solve the racial disparities existing within the marijuana industry. They dangled this sweetheart deal of, oh, you get out of jail. But then what? There's no repair in this bill. There's no equity in this bill. Manlove says she will not only work diligently to defeat Amendment 3, but will also advocate for a future initiative petition with groundbreaking marijuana policy during upcoming elections. In Jefferson City, I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis residents who are hoping to catch two historically black colleges play football at the Dome this weekend will have to travel to Arkansas instead to see the game. The St. Louis Post-Dispatch reports the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff issued a statement Wednesday that quote, unfulfilled contract obligations by the organizers of the River City Classic forced the school to move the game against Alabama A&M to Arkansas Pine Bluff's home stadium. Five on your side first reported the cancellation. Pine Bluff statement says there was too much uncertainty about transportation and housing expenses. The event's Georgia-based promoter blamed the cancellation on a mix-up with promotional codes provided by Explore St. Louis, the region's tourism agency. Explore St. Louis countered that organizers had failed to secure a title sponsor for the event and had gotten a late start on ticket sales. The American Rescue Plan Act included promises of $4 billion for farmers of color. But as Harvest Public Media's Eva Tesfaye reports, a new class action lawsuit announced this week accuses the USDA of breaking that promise.
0: That relief was stalled by lawsuits from multiple banks and white farmers. The Inflation Reduction Act passed this August repealed that legislation and replaced it with relief mostly for economically distressed farmers of any race. Many farmers of color might not receive that money anymore, says Ben Crump, the civil rights attorney that filed the suit.
1: The black and brown farmers relied on the promise from the government Well, there are several farmers facing foreclosure.
0: A USDA spokesperson said without the Inflation Reduction Act funding, the debt relief would have been tied up in court for years. For Harvest Public Media, I'm Eva Tesfai.
1: A North St. Louis neighborhood will be the latest target of a cleanup initiative from the Urban League of Metropolitan St. Louis. The nonprofit, along with business groups and construction companies, will be in the Hyde Park neighborhood this weekend for cleanup buildup. In addition to removing trash and debris from vacant lots, the contractors will help demolish vacant buildings that are often havens for criminal activity. City departments will be present to help residents with the services they need. St. Louis-raised artist Frankie Tone works mostly with soft sculpture, three-dimensional artwork that they create from textiles and found objects. Tone's exhibition at the Craft Alliance in St. Louis is called Strange Familiars. It's accessible to the casual visitor, but reflects what Tone calls the joy and challenges of walking through the world as a non-binary trans person. St. Louis Public Radio's
0: Jeremy Goodwin reports. Frankie Tone's exhibition at the Craft Alliance in St. Louis is a lot of fun to look at. When the artist shows me around the work on a recent afternoon, I have to check myself from reaching out and squeezing some of the art. Tone's colorful sculptures include several hands and lots of plants and flowers. Tone made one piece from a long duvet cover. It looks like an arm. At one end is a hand. On the other, there's some hot pink fringe. Like a lot of this work, it feels fun, but a little off, like something's not quite right. It's a little bit monstrous.
2: The fringe is sort of like where the arm could be cut off. So it's a little bit like blood, but it's also very much of like a party skirt. A lot of my work plays with that dynamic between horror and playfulness.
0: There's a it's kind of a celebratory feel in some of this, but you use the word monstrous too. What's, what's that line you're walking?
2: A lot of this is inspired by really like the experience of having a marginalized body in the world so i am a queer trans non-binary person and so a lot of this is my reflections on what it's like to move through the world in that way and a lot of that is scary at times but also very playful and also very celebratory
0: one hand dangles off the wall offering a limp greeting another has fingers like tentacles crisscrossing the floor reaching out from a rear corner as if trying to get attention or maybe sneak away. The playfulness of the
2: colors and the materials come in, but it's also, it's a disembodied arm. It's potentially an arm that's been cut off or that is too big for the space. That tension between awkwardness or difficulty and then also lightness and playfulness, you know, is where my interest really lies.
0: The colors here are bright and bold. In fact, the artist describes their color scheme with a word you don't usually hear in a positive way. They say it's purposefully tacky.
2: I love very shiny, tacky, just like obviously not natural materials. How do I put this the best way? There's something artificial about all of this. So I use things like, you know, the painted nails on the figures or sequins or bright, shiny things. And I think there is a
0: tackiness to that. And I embrace that. The centerpiece of the show is a 20-foot wall called the Queer Garden. It has a lot going on, flowers, weeds, a hungry rabbit, and, as I mentioned to the artist, details that suggest there's more at play here. And we we see what look like two human arms coming out from the background to hold hands. It looks like they both might have painted fingernails, so it suggests maybe that's a same-sex relationship. And they're at the center of it, but sort of a little bit hidden in plain sight. Mm -hmm. Gardens in a queer
2: history have been used for cruising and for other, um, you know, social and sexual encounters in public space. So the figures are behind the bushes. They're maybe they're sneaking away. Maybe they're just having a private moment
0: within a public space. The deputy director at Craft Alliance is Jennifer Scanlon. She says the exhibition is meant to be a welcoming space, and visitors will experience it in different ways.
1: Maybe get comfortable with ideas that you hadn't thought a lot about before, or be a safe space for people who right now live in that world and want to come here and be celebrated in a beautiful, colorful, fun place.
0: For the artist, Strange Familiars is a way to reflect ambiguities of life in a joyful way.
2: On a hard day, it can be hard to be other in the world in many different kinds of ways, but on a good day, there's so much joy and there's so much wonderful community that can come from that. And I think that is expressed here as well.
0: And though some of the sculpture looks cuddly, the usual rules do apply. Please don't touch the art. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, St. Louis Public Radio.
1: David Couseres edited this morning's piece from Jeremy. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music is by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Rachel Lippman, and this has been The Gateway.